Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to Scoopy Radio with Brendan Robinson. Scoopy Radio. Good evening, oh everybody. It is Heavy on Lakers Live with Scoop B. Ben Duty alongside Brandon Scoopy Robinson, day two of the playoffs and day one of LA Lakers playoff basketball. Um, already an upset today, Scoop, in NBA playoff basketball and uh, a lot more going on uh, tonight. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. Good to see you again. Like, good to see you as always. So why don't, um, why don't we start here? First of all, we have three really interesting and exciting um, guest for you tonight. Um, we have Kelsey Nelson, who is a, a host and broadcaster for Fox Sports um, in the Big East. We have um, Mark Haynes, a friend of the show, who is the host of the Minute Before Six podcast. Uh, you know his brother, um, Chris Haynes, who is a um, NBA insider for Yahoo Sports. And then our, um, our what we tease as a surprise special guest, is Youngin Ace, who is um, a really prominent um, Jacksonville rapper and basketball fan with um, with a pretty interesting personal story. So they will all be alongside. Um, we are broadcasting in three places. Um, one is the Heavy on Lakers Facebook page. One is the Heavy YouTube channel. Uh, and last but not least is the Scoop B um, Periscope slash Twitter um, feed, which you can find on, on Scoop's feed. So um, did I miss anything there, Scoop? I think I think we have our bases covered. Um, Efficient, sir. And uh, so, like, uh, one way, Scoop, that I keep on thinking about these playoffs is it reminds me of the NCAA tournament because it's, like, Definitely. 1 o'clock in the afternoon and you look up and you're like, oh, crap, there's live basketball on right now. And, like, that I've had, I've had TV on. One thing that happened to me is, like, I had ESPN on and the games were on TNT today, so I had to – changed the channel and I missed the beginning of Bucks magic. Um, now I've got thunder rockets on rockets blowing out the thunder. The, um, the Bucks magic scoop, I think is interesting because you've got um, the exact same seating dynamics that you have for Lakers blazers. I think the Lakers will win tonight. They're a six and a half point favorite, 
But if you're somebody who thinks that an eight can't beat a one, particularly in one of these neutral site games, then you probably got a reminder that you might be wrong today with Magic Bucks. Um, how much of that game were you able to catch, Scoop? Well, I caught probably the last quarter. Um, I looked at Markel Fultz. Uh, I think at one point he hit uh, six three-pointers in that game. A guy that you know was outcasted by many people for a myriad of reasons. Uh, was a first-round pick with, by the 76ers back in 2017 um, and, and really and truly showed up to play. But the, here's the thing. Orlando's really a, a, a team that's like wine. It'll sneak up on you if you have a little too many cups of, of wine. Um, and so when I look at the Orlando Magic and what they've been able to do, Evan Fournier, um, you look at um, uh, Vucevic, you look at um, just that team at large, um, they sneak up on you. There were times during the season this year that you know they were, I think, as high as fifth, but definitely a sixth, seventh, eighth seed um, throughout the course of the playoffs, or excuse me, throughout the course of this uh, shortened season. Um, but I think the Orlando Magic showed that, any, that you, like you said, any team uh, could win because it's like an NCAA tournament. You're not feeding off of – in fact, you're feeding off of NBA 2K crowd noise, not actual crowd noise. Um, and I think that when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, um, I, I watched that Bucks game uh, the other day against uh, the Memphis Grizzlies without a suspended Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, and what I found in this particular game where he did play today um, in a half-court set, um, Giannis struggled. Um, Giannis is a guy that really um, gets his points off of fast breaks. He's a, he has an improved jumper, uh, but at the same time, Giannis to me um, is a Swiss Army knife that gets many things off. But I think in this first game, there are things about Orlando that really impressed me, particularly their shooting. They've always been a good shooter this season. Aaron Gordon is not your typical power forward center. He can get to the basket. He can shoot. He can dunk. He can do a myriad of things. Um, but I, I really do think um, home court advantage doesn't really matter in this series. And I think, you know, in a best of seven series, you're, you're going to see it. I think, you know, uh, even like in a game yesterday between the Brooklyn Nets and the Toronto Raptors, there were times where Jared Allen got hot. Uh, there were times where Karis LeVert uh, got hot. And, um, you know, Toronto ended up winning. But you saw a young uh, Brooklyn Nets team come of age again yesterday, just like you saw them come uh, go against the Portland Trail Blazers as well, the team that the Lakers do play tonight. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I was impressed with Orlando's play. I, I hope it does continue. If you look at the playoffs last year, Boston dropped their first game in the opening round last year. They ended up, you know, going pretty far on the playoffs. But you know, people wrote Boston off after they lost that first game. Um, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they continue, uh, meaning the, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, in their series. So to me, one of – we touched on this a minute ago. One of the fascinating things about this playoffs that's different than usual is, you know, I remember um, – you know, I'm a New England guy. I remember the Celtics 08 title run really well, where the Celtics, if I have this right, they didn't win a road game until the finals. They played the Hawks in the 1-8 game, 1-8 series in the first round, and the Celtics lost every road game, yet they won every single home game. And if you're a one seed there and you pretty much know you're going to win at home, you don't necessarily have to be that worried about anything. Mm-hmm. Neutral floor, and um, which somebody in the comments could drop in what the live odds are, the Vegas odds on that Bucks Magic series. My my gut is the Bucks are still favored. They were a heavy favorite in that series going in. But you're down 0-1, and you can't just be like, we're going to blow them out at home and win everything. So 
I wonder how, like, any thoughts, Scoop, on how would, if you're the, if you're the Bucks, I think the Bucks would probably be fine, right? I mean, at even money, I would, at even money, I would vote, I would, I would bet the Bucks. I think they'll be fine. But if you're the Bucks, by the way, Giannis goes for 31, 17, and 7 today, and they still lose. 31 and 17, and it was not good enough. In fact, it wasn't even close to being good enough. But if you're the Bucks, Scoop, how worried are you about that series? You're seeing a young team that's hungry, that has nothing to lose. And um, I think that, like you said, I think Milwaukee could be fine. Um, but I, I'll take that and I'll raise you. I still don't think that people are taking – I think people just look at the Bucks like they're just the favorite to go to the finals and they're going to play the Lakers, and it's the end of the story. And Vucevic got hot. That's the other thing uh, for, for, for Orlando. Who do uh, the Bucks have to stop Vooch? You think Robin Lopez, you think Brooke Lopez. And, and to be honest with you, um, I like the big man matchup between the Bucks uh, and the uh, of the Orlando Magic because I think that at the end of the day, when you look at the Bucks and the Orlando Magic, um, that center position, oftentimes people pay attention to the swing man, people pay attention to point guards. Like literally in that series, you have two bona fide big men that can do it and can spread the floor. You look at Brooke Lopez, he can shoot 16 to 18 feet out, get you 20 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, can shoot the open three. I, I really saw him uh, begin to come of age um, during his last year in Brooklyn, uh, where he spread the floor out under Kenny Atkinson. You know, so when I look at that, that situation against Vooch, I think it's a premium matchup between on the scoring side between uh, Vooch and, and, and Brooke Lopez. But, you know, they brought in Robin Lopez for the, for that defensive hand uh, in the offseason. A guy that came from the Chicago Bulls last year. Um, and, and really, I think being next to his twin brother, I think, you know, it's a great it's a great feeling. As you can see, the, the Morris twins, they've played, you know, been teammates throughout the course of, of their career uh, playing in Phoenix and, and, and Detroit. But, you know, when I look at um, – when I look at the Bucks at, at large, I don't think that they should be alarmed. I think they just got to tighten up, um, and I think they'll be able to do that. I, I think, I think early in the season um, f- for the Bucks, they got hot. And it's interesting because many people pick the Bucks to be the favorite to go to the finals. But if you remember in the preseason, um, the Philadelphia 76ers were favorited to potentially, you know, look at the pundits and analysts like. Stephen A. Smith and, and, and Charles Barkley, you know, they just they were gung ho on the 76ers. And you see how injuries played a big part in their season, even before COVID, uh, where you had, you know, uh, been, you had Joel and B go down. You had early in the season at points, but was a preseason, you know, MVP candidate at, at points. And you look at, you know, you look at um, Ben Simmons. He hurt his back before, you know, the league shut down and then he got hurt again. Uh, when you look at the Bucks. Um, what I took away from their game against Memphis the in their finale, uh, their regular season finale, uh, I, I was under the notion that uh, a team like the Bucks would be able to be okay even in spite of Giannis um, because of their deep roster. Um, you have with the Kyle Culver's, you have the Eric Bledsoe's. Um, you, you, you just have some other pieces um, that I'm not naming uh, that 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 would do damage, but I think that Giannis means as much to that Bucks team, in my opinion, that LeBron James means to the Lakers. If you don't play them, um, they they don't. You, you see calamity there, and you see that you know even you didn't ask this, but I'm going to say this: even in times where the Lakers rested uh, LeBron James, like the last game against Sacramento, um, you, you kind of saw the bench, and you saw some flaws. You saw some flaws with Deion Waiters. 
you know, you turning the ball over and, and maybe taking some ill-advised shots. You, you, J.R. Smith, who you know, I've been champions at the beginning of the year, you know, to get a spot within, you know, the Lakers. Um, I, I expect to see him step up um, in the playoffs and, and, and do some damage. But I, I do think that, um, you know, when you look at the Bucks and you look at the Lakers, they both benefit from their star player. And I think in order for for the Bucks to um, to really be successful in the playoffs, I think you're going to have to see an added uh, a bonus in uh, uh, Brooke Lopez and, and, and how he contains Vucevic. Because as I said, my premise was Vuce got hot. And uh, when the man gets hot, you have some, some lapses there. The Vooch stat line, I dropped the box score, the Bucks magic box score into the comments. I hadn't scrutinized his stat line. The stat line is nuts. 35 points, five of each three-point shooting, 15 to 24 from the field with 14 rebounds for good measure in 37 minutes. Yes, I mean, when, you know, I'm look, I'm, and I, I'd be curious how this, one, one thing I'm curious, Scoop, Anyway, anyone in the comments can think of good examples of this. Chime in. In a one-eight game, a guy on a guy on the eight seed against the one having that type of game one stat line. It, that yeah. is I can't think of that many times when that's happened. Of course, it's different because normally the game one of the series is on the road for the really on the road, right? And you don't usually have a guy in the eight seed just lighting up the other team on the road. But that Vooch mm-hmm. stat line, oh my God. Um mm-hmm. 35 on on um, five of eight. All right, Scoop. We have our um, our first guest of the night in our green room here, um, and we'll introduce her and bring her in. She is Kelsey Nicole Nelson, um, and uh, there's some interesting stuff I want to get to with Kelsey, um, including whether we're going to get Big East basketball, which I I'm praying that we are. Kelsey's a Big East reporter, um, teaches journalism class at Georgetown. And uh, we'll ask her about that, and we'll we'll have some fun. So Kelsey Nicole Nelson joins um, Heavy on Lakers with Scoop B. Uh, good evening, Kelsey. How you doing? Hey, I'm great. How are you all? We're doing well. Um, Kelsey, what's up? Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm maintaining. So um, as as we said in the intro, um, Kelsey wears a number of hats: um, Fox Sports Radio, The Big East. Um, teaches at both Georgetown and the University of Maryland. Did I get the resume right there, Kelsey? He's doing really well, yes. It's so good. People get I, lost sometimes. <laughs> I want to, um, we obviously want to get your thoughts um, on the Lakers and we'll get them momentarily. This is where I want to start with you, Kelsey. So I live in Connecticut and I get, I'm on the UConn Athletics email list. Yeah. So UConn, it's, it's, I mean, look, there are so many instances of just kind of sad byproducts of the coronavirus on sports. And one of them here in Connecticut is UConn, as many viewers probably know, after many years in kind of conference purgatory in the American conference, joins the Big East. They have this wild celebration where they join the Big East effective July 1st. And I keep getting emails. I get an email today to like reserve my season tickets for UConn basketball. (laughs) And Kelsey, I don't know if I'm, I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't even know if I'm going to have UConn basketball. So, um, for the Big East in college basketball, are, am I going to be? I want to. I want so badly to watch like a UConn Georgetown game. Yeah, and I'd love to go to it in person. 
But I yeah. want I'll take I'll take any UConn Georgetown game. Am I going to get a UConn Georgetown basketball game this year, Kelsey? Oh my gosh, Ben, you are asking the million dollar question. We are all praying that we get college basketball. Our hearts are kind of already already broken from college football. I'm hoping we get college basketball. We need college basketball. We didn't get March Madness last year, which I'm super sad about, especially since my Maryland Terrapins were finally going to do well, I think, in the tournament. But Georgetown, look, maybe Georgetown isn't the best right now, so maybe Georgetown fans are not the saddest. Mm. <laughs> we don't have to see them lose, but look, it, it, it's sad times ahead. I know Pat Ewing is trying to build something great, but that I was looking forward to that matchup too. I'll miss covering sidelines for Georgetown. I'll miss being Capital One Arena and covering great games, but you know, the Big East is basketball, so I am pretty sad if we don't get it, but honestly, at this rate, who knows? Just who knows if we're going to get it? You see all the craziness around college football, but I don't see the NCAA losing out money on March Madness. I just don't. Yeah, Kelsey, what have you made so far of the uh, of the bubble and particularly of the playoffs these first couple of days? Yeah, the bubble, I think, has been, I mean, zero COVID cases. I think the bubble's going amazing. And honestly, we've gotten great basketball. Like, I mean, the intensity level is there. All the storylines are there from Lou Williams, you know, going off to get wings at Magic City and coming back. And then also, I mean, you just look at it. I mean, the Memphis, the Memphis-Portland game, could we have asked for a better, <laughs> a better play-in game? I mean, that was all that you could ask for and more. And then all the stars are showing up. I know we'll talk about Dame, but what Dame Lillard is doing and so many young stars. You have John Morant stepping up. I mean, it's been great. So I've been very pleased with the playoff basketball um, and the bubble so far. I am a little bit scared when they let family into the bubble to see if we can keep that zero COVID rate there. But other than that, I think it's been good. It's been fun. And to everyone in the bubble, keep it up because we cannot uh, we cannot have stoppage. Stuff is going too well. <laughs> family and associates, you mean? Family and, and associates, yes. <laughs> Put the air quotes around the scoop. <laughs> what player not named LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard and Devin Booker and yeah. TJ Warren. <laughs> you named all of the good ones. I, you know, I'm Devin not. Booker was going to be the one that I took. But I'm going to say earlier, John Morant, I thought he really stepped up and made a name for himself. And I think he proved why he deserves to win an award this year. I mean, playing lights out basketball, put the team on his back. I think he's been truly, truly amazing to watch. And I think he's earned his fair share and his fair due. Uh, inside the bubble, that last game, wow. Like, I'm already ready to see him next season. Kelsey, you also uh, host a podcast via video. You've had anybody from Amari Stoudemire uh, to Kane from the WWE to Kurt Angle uh, yeah. to a myriad of people. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your show uh, through Fox Sports um, and you know what we should be looking forward to uh, moving forward. Yeah, well, thank you so much for giving me this platform to speak about it. So my show is Listen In with KNN, and it's a chance for people to come listen in with me as I interview some just great celebrity athletes and just the amazing, amazing people that cover sports. Scoop has been on it. He's amazing. I've got to cover just a plethora of athletes. And essentially, I just want people to hear their journey, hear their story. And I've been trying to bring sports to people in this COVID world that we now live in and still try to get those storylines, you know, and it's been great. You look at somebody like Amari Stoudemire, who's been on the show, who has now won yet another championship with his team. Um, in Israel and getting him on to join me from Tel Aviv and just talk about all the great things he's doing, especially as a single father out there, is truly, truly, truly amazing. And it's been great. I mean, I have a great lineup coming up. I just had David Aldridge on. We're talking about NBA basketball. So who better to talk NBA basketball with than a legend, a Hall of Famer like David Aldridge. And coming up this week, I'll have, I'm not going to say the name yet, but people should tune in. There's going to be someone from the Washington football team that will join me and we'll talk all the latest and greatest with the football team here in D.C. Um, but a lot's coming up. Cody Rhodes is going to be 
coming on. I'll drop that on this show. So talking about wrestling fans. So it's been fun, Scoop. It's been great to just have two guests a week every Thursday and Saturday and just see what's what's going on with them, see how COVID's affected them, what they like about sports, and then, of course, get them to share their story. So I'm glad everyone's been receptive to the show. And I'm really glad because I have a great August lineup. I have a great September lineup. And now we just open bookings for October. So super, super, super excited. Let's get a, um, get some comments flowing here. We've had some had some good comments. I want to um I want to bring commenters in first of all. If anybody has questions for Scoop or for Kelsey, um, get in the comments. If you have anything you want to talk about, if you want any topics that you want us to cover here, heading into Lakers Blazers, get in the comments there. Um, people um, people pretty active. Shout out to Daniel Artest, who I saw in the comments earlier, uh, who was on our show. Um, and thanks, by the way, to anybody who's um, who's tuning in again, who stuck with us for four hours um, heading into Lakers Clippers, the first game of the restart. Um, for anybody just joining us, heavy on Lakers Live with Scoop B, um, Kelsey Nicole Nelson alongside. Kelsey, I dropped in a link to your website, which I think has links to your podcast, Mom yeah. of the Places. Is there anywhere oh. else people should go to find your work? Um, which work the best media. place you go? Yeah, social media, The Real K Nelson. Check out everything there. My website has everything on Facebook, Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Any and everywhere I am, you will see my work. But social media, my website, definitely the best ways to reach me. So I'll drop in Kelsey's Twitter. Um, all right, let's get some predictions here. And um, again, the backdrop is that the this is the 1-8 game in the West. The 1-8 game in the East, the 8-1 by double digits. So <laughs> the you know on day one of this type of matchup playing out in the bubble, we had a big upset. Um, I'll start with so, and by the way, we said this earlier. Lakers by six and a half is the point mm, spread. Really? Um, so, <laughs> so a decent, you know, pretty comfortable, pretty comfortable kind of projection there. Um, and by the way, on the one eight thing, you know, we talked about Vooch going off in the one eight game in the East. We got to talk about Damian Lillard, who um, let's say so far in the bubble. He hit a shot from like 70 feet out. Not literally from seven. Feet. He hit it from 40 plus. From 40 yes, plus. Yes, logo Lillard. From the logo. Uh, he was the MVP of the bubble. Um, and he kind of carried this Blazers team into this game. So, like, this will not be a boring series. I think that's pretty clear. That's I'll, I'll predict that's my bold prediction, my hot take. Um, I think the Lakers – Here's this is where I go with this. I think the Lakers win this, but I think it's close. And I'm not a betting man, but if I were, I think I would bet the Blazers plus six and a half because I think this will be like a four or five point game. Um, Scoop, what, who do you got? Who do you, and then people jump in. We got one uh, Lakers. Nicholas Navarro jumped into Lakers by eight. Scoop, who you got tonight? Uh, I have the Lakers. I think the one thing that I find it, I find very interesting about this series um, is that the Blazers had to work very hard to get there. And it reminds me of the Lakers during the season um, where the Clippers low managed and coasted. And I think that the Lakers had the opportunity to rest when their season was over because they solidified their first place spot. Um, I think that the rest and the way that um, they were able to implement that towards the end of the season was their version of load management because of just all of the hard work and labor that they've had throughout the course of the season. Um, and so with that being said, um, I do have the Lakers in the series and I do have the Lakers in game one. And uh, I'm sticking by that. 
Um, they're going to cover the six and a half points for the, for uh, those people who like to uh, who live in a uh, state where sports betting is legal. Are you guys in Jersey, you are you guys in Jersey, are you are you are you going to cover the six and a half points? I'll say ten. Lakers by ten. Okay. So I got to say, if if I need to give specific number, I'm going to say Lakers by five. Scoop is Lakers by ten. Kelsey, who you got tonight? Yeah, I'm I'm going with you guys. I think the Lakers have it too. I think. You know, as, as fun as Portland is and all the momentum going in and, and as, as amazing as C.J. McCollum was to do what he did with his back like it was, I do think the Lakers are the better team tonight. I'm going with them, I'm going to say by seven. I think they just have an all-around team. If the pieces can show up around LeBron, if AD can show up, if Kyle Kuzma can show up and continue to shoot over Jesus or whoever he wants to shoot over, I think the Lakers will have a very, very, very solid, solid one. But I do think Portland's going to give it to them. I'm actually really excited for the series. We might see it play out in full. The Lakers cannot breeze by but again you cannot discredit what the what Portland did I mean Dame Dame can score but also he knows now that the rest of the team can step up but I really want to see what Carmelo Anthony does tonight but I think I'm saying I'm saying Lakers by seven so yeah. we should also do we, we we've remiss not to do series predictions also and so Kelsey we also need you on record with yeah. your finals predictions I remember I remember my picks what we did Kelsey last time was east finals pick a west finals pick and then a finals pick my picks were Lakers over the Clippers in the West, the yeah. Bucks over the Celtics in the East, and then the Lakers over the Bucks in six in the finals. Scoop, yeah. you remember what your picks were from our last show? Um, I remember saying Bucks Lakers in the finals. I don't remember. Who's going? <laughs> the Lakers. Lakers gonna win. Mm-hmm. Now the Bucks. I'm not so worried. I will. I will tell you though. On the and full disclosure, I'm a Celtics fan, but. Um, <laughs> Or at least, the, at least the Celtics follower um, here in New England. So don't don't at me, Laker fans, here in, in the mentions. Um, I I said on our last show, I like I like the Celtics to get to the East Finals, and I like them to get crushed by the Bucks. Now I have to see about Gordon Hayward's ankle, but the Celtics looked pretty good yesterday, and the Bucks didn't look good today. So we'll see how that whole thing plays out. So Kelsey, West Finals, East Finals, and Finals. Who you got? Yeah, so I had the same. I had the Lakers and Clippers, which I'm excited about. I have Lakers winning that and going to the finals. And then I had the Bucks and the Celtics too. But I do think the Celtics are a, a, a dangerous team. I'm excited to see if they face off against the Lakers. But come on, you all. If it's Lakers, Celtics, the Lakers are winning that. LeBron wants his fourth championship. So it's going to be hard to stop him. He went to LA with a purpose and a reason. So it, it's going to be good. But I think I think we're going to see Lakers, Celtics. But I'm like you. I'm watching that Gordon Hayward injury. The uh, So we're getting some good questions. John King says he's in Celtics country, loves the Lakers. John, let me let us know where in Celtics country you are. Um, two, two questions. Kevin Oubre asking, um, how do y'all feel about Rondo being back? Joey Quato asked, how much does Hayward being out four weeks hurt the Celtics? So um, we'll go. I'll, I'll go to you, Kelsey, for uh, for Rondo. What do you what do you think the impact is of Rondo being uh, back yeah. for, back in the bubble? I mean, it's great that he's back in the bubble. I think you look at Rondo, you look at his leadership. It's going to be unfortunate, obviously, if he doesn't play tonight. But Rondo gives you some solid points. Offensive-wise, I love Rondo being back, and even defensively. I mean, he knows the game. He appreciates the game. He understands the game. So I do think he will make a difference in that Lakers locker room and having him back there in the bubble. So I think it's just a plus. I mean, the Lakers could use all that they can use and more uh, for this series. Because, again, it's not an easy eight-off, right-off seed with the Portland Trailblazers. So I think Rondo being back is is all A-pluses across. It's a good bonus. Scoop on the Gordon Hayward thing. Hayward out four weeks, sprained ankle last night. Joey wants to know how does that how does that impact the Celtics? What do you think? 
I think the Celtics still have a um, impactful roster without Gordon Hayward. Uh, you, know, you have Kimball Walker, who's been playing well throughout the course of the year. Uh, Jalen Brown, uh, who's been playing lights out. Jason Tatum, um, who to me, I feel like last season um, had um, a, a gap year um, because this season before he and LeBron James were going toe-to-toe in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics have been there before. Um, so to me, when you talk about the Celtics in, the, in, a, in a conference final matchup with the Bucks, it's not far-fetched because I do think that they got the, the, the crash course on it uh, two seasons prior, uh, and the Cavs ended up winning. Um, I think that um, when I look at the Celtics at large, uh, I, I think because of their experience in the past, they can do it. I, I remember uh, earlier in the season speaking to Jalen Brown. Uh, he discussed to me how I, I felt like, uh, and I, I phrased it this way, you know, in, in, in an early NBA season, people are giving the the, the uh, kudos to the, the Sixers and to the Bucks, and you guys are kind of overlooked. Do you think that's fair? He goes, I don't think we're overlooked. I don't think we're underlooked. I think we should just be playing basketball. And I think that that mindset is something that really stuck out to me earlier in the season, um, and it has prevailed throughout the course of the season. And um, I think that um, – what I like about Boston and what Jalen Brown said is they've endured throughout the course of the season. I mean, we've gone from an era where you played against the Cavs in the conference finals to the Kyrie Irving. Kyrie was part of that era he didn't play to him leaving and ultimately joining Brooklyn. And then you bring in Kimball Walker and they have a point guard um, that has legitimately, uh, you know, exceeded all expectations. Kimba's come in hungry. Uh, one of the best point guards in the NBA. I think as much as people give credit to Damian Lillard for what he's done, I think a lot of people were in love with Steph Curry. And in Steph Curry's absence, you saw the other point guards that were out there and talented that could make business happen. And you're seeing it in real time. And when you look at Kimba Walker last season in Charlotte, um, Kimba really, really did some things. They didn't make it to the playoffs, um, but Kimba really did his thing. And, and I feel like, you know, I'm glad he didn't join the Knicks. I'm glad that he, you know, him being from the Bronx and uh, going to Rice. And then, you know, he's all he's known is Charlotte. Bronx, Harlem with Rice, and then going to UConn. Um, he's close enough to home, but still in a whole nother Boston market, and he's and he's he's making believers out of a lot of people. So I like the matchup with Tatum, Walker, Jalen Brown, um, as well as Ines Cantor and some of those other people there. Like I, I really do think that the, the Portland, excuse me, that the Boston Celtics, you know, can do damage. I think they're a team not named uh, Toronto Raptors and Milwaukee Bucks that can that can excel uh, within a system under Brad Stevens. A Celtics Lakers final would be <laughs> Epic. pretty amazing. Um, again, like a Celtics, a Celtic, a uh, a Lakers Bucks final would be interesting too. Scoop, what did you think of the Clippers yet last night? It was a weird game. Probably the weirdest game yet, honestly. I think the refs gave them that game. Yeah, yeah. The um, the ejection was. Um, Give walk walk us through your thoughts on Porzingis getting ejected. I, I had it on, but I wasn't watching closely. It seemed like um, the Twitter verdict was pretty harsh on the ejection. <laughs> from from what it, just in looking at the the pool report, it, it seemed that it was because of him mouthing off at the refs and him pushing uh, uh, Morris. But I, I think that um, Morris's shove looked more um, more more egregious than than Porzingis's. And I think the thing was. Porzingis wasn't like loud with it. He was, he, he said what he said. And I think it kind of ties back to, you know, like it reminds me of me growing up and 
going to school and being in trouble. You know, the teacher's going to see the big kid and they're going to react first versus the smaller kids. So I think it was one of those judgment calls in that situation where it was the bigger kid who, who the attention was drawn to and he got caught with his hand in a, good, in a cookie jar. But what I do like about that game was that you did see, it seemed to me um, that Luca had a quiet 40 or 41 uh, and that the, that the that the Mavericks really made an, a concerted effort to charge back despite being down by like, what, 30 in that game? Yeah. I, I, I have to commend them for that because, um, you know, you waited a long time for Porzingis to come back. He's back and then he's out because of his own actions and they still found a way to do it like they used to do it before he got back. Um, I think that that Dallas Mavericks team is not going to beat the Clippers, but at the same time, they deserve to be in that game last night. And Porzingis was not allowed in because of you know the circumstances. And um, you know the Clippers will Clipper. Um, there are some things on that Clippers team that I <laughs> that I definitely have questions about. Uh, Patrick Beverly, a couple of his, his shot selections um, were interesting. Um, Lou Williams is finding his way back into their system, um, and you know. Kawhi and Paul George, that's their team. Uh, and, and I'll say this, I've said this throughout the course of this season. When I look at the Clippers, um, this is a carryover of their team last year where Lou Williams was their best player. And, um, you know, he's coming off the bench. Now you got two stars, one all-star or one superstar in Kawhi Leonard and one star in Paul George um, that are that are uh, slated to, you know, go toe-to-toe with the Lakers. But you know, really and truly, I mean, we're talking about the Clippers on a on a Lakers uh, platform. I think that's always funny because you get. <laughs> but um, I I do think that um at the end of the day with the Clippers though, man, I I think that the the the, the Mavericks are still very young. Uh, I see it going maybe five games. Um and and I and I do think that um this is a learning lesson and growth for Porzingis. You know, um I think the refs gave them that game, but I think um you know I think that um is a learning experience, and I think they'll grow from it. I checked out the ESPN win probability in that game, Scoop. In in the second quarter with Dallas up 14, their win, the Mavs' win probability peaked at 86% chance. In the second quarter with that wow. lead, the Mavs had – you talk about upsets in a 2-7 game, win probability of 86%. And obviously it didn't, uh, didn't play out that way. Um, Scoop, all right, so we are a um, little more than a half hour, and we're going to go till 9. Lakers, Lakers Blazers tips at nine. A couple other NBA things. Rockets Thunder going on right now in the bubble. Um, Rockets have been up double digits for a while. They lead 78-62. Um, busy night. I, I said to you earlier, Scoop, I, I had to bring out a second TV here to watch everything because <laughs> there's a bunch of NBA on. The DNC is going on. Um, last night I had the Celtics on the laptop, the Bruins on one TV on mute, and then the convention on the other TV with the sound on and off, depending on what was going on. So this is crazy. There's a lot going on, and we haven't even talked about football. So like so much so that that's what we're doing next week. We have some slated guests next week. Nice. You do you want to tease? We've got some people in various stages of being locked in. Do you want to tease any guests? Do you want to uh, promote anybody explicitly here, Scoop? I'm on the 31st. You guys can the end of the month. Uh, I guess that's Monday. Uh, we have Marshall and uh, Marshall Falk coming on. So nice. Um, and sometime next week we'll have uh, LA Rams's Chris Harris on as well. Um, so so all that going on. Look, we um, this is the second one of these shows that we've done. Um, heavy live with Scoop Heavy on Lakers here. Um, 
we um we're gonna have a show on Thursday, um, and we're gonna talk about the Bulls, um, the heavy on Bulls page. Um, and I meant to say Lakers Chargers. I apologize. Okay, yeah. So um, <laughs> you've got um, on Thursday night we're gonna go live around eight o'clock Eastern time. We're gonna talk about the Bulls coaching search. We got a couple Bulls guests that I think you'll find really interesting. Um, me on uh, as well as. Uh, a former uh, first-round pick by the Bulls uh, is tentatively supposed to be on there. I don't want to name names yet, but uh, we have some. We have some. Definitely, we'll be talking about the Bulls coaching search as well as um, just the, the state of the Bulls. Mike Jackson, uh, Kenny Atkinson, and some of those other people there. So, please be looking out for that. So, so that'll be coming up on Thursday again. Heavy and Lakers here. We're gonna go um go till nine. Mark Haynes will be with us. Uh, pretty shortly, Young Yin Ace will be uh, with us uh, before the end of the show. I think we expect Young at around um, at around eight thirty. So we'll get Mark in here um, in a minute. Uh, he can he can talk about um, the minute by minute before six pod. Um, maybe give us an update from his brother Chris, who's <laughs> who's inside the bubble. Um, Kelsey, I got a couple of, a couple other things for you because yeah. you're at this pretty inch. You know, put it this way it's a very interesting time to be someone involved in college sports and someone involved in academia. Yeah. We have a lot of news coming about football. Um, fingers crossed we get some basketball. What are you, um, what do you have coming up on the teaching front in this, uh, in this very strange uh, academic year restart? Yeah, that's a good question. So luckily for me, when I was teaching before, I was actually online pre-COVID because I'm teaching at Doral College, Intro to Radio and Podcasting. So I teach from here in Washington, D.C., where I'm located, and I teach students um, in Miami. So for me, the online teaching thing was already what I was used to. And at Georgetown, with my capstone students, you know, we've done a lot of Zoom meetings virtually, but it's different. It's different when your students can't see you in person and have that interaction. At the same time, I think the students today are so much more technology advanced than the rest of us were when we were in school. So I think for them it's like a cool thing um and i'm easily accessible you know so i tell them all the time you know they reach out to me through twitter linkedin whatever have their questions answered and honestly it's kind of the best way to learn because now they're learning how to do live streaming of their shows um etc but yeah, as you guys know podcasting radio everyone has a camera now right it's not just you inside the booth anymore everybody wants to see you and see what you look like when you're doing it so it's an interesting time i think the sports side of it it kind of it's, it's horrible right because we can't get them into games and things like that but at the same time it's great because they're able to hop on zoom calls and things of that nature, which is a little bit easier for them because they don't have to commute to get there. And it kind of makes it more fair across the board. But this upcoming semester will be interesting, uh, to say the least, as we all just kind of wait and see what's next for college sports. The stuff going on, I mean, the most, the most, um, the strangest part of it, I think right now, Kelsey, yeah. is um, the dance that the Power Five conferences are doing, um, yeah. where you have, if I have this right, <laughs> two of the five conferences um, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceling their seasons. You have the other three, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12, saying at least right now that they're going to be playing their seasons, um, including, by the way, having fans allowed in the stands. I saw yesterday Kansas State is going to try to have 25% capacity, stadium capacity. But then throwing another just insane oddity into it, University of North Carolina – they tried to start on-campus instruction, bag that like a week in, and switch to remote learning, yet the Tar Heel football team is still supposed to have a season in the ACC. That's how, that's, that's how weird this is right now. How backwards um, <laughs> it is. Um, uh, shout out to Melvin Taylor. Melvin um, will be with us as a heavy contributor. Fired up about that. 
um, a um, guy Scoop's known for a while. Melvin will be in the mix um, covering the NBA uh, uh, heavy um, starting September 1st. You'll probably see him, uh, some of his work um, here on Heavy on Lakers. So um, hello to Melvin. Uh, Mark Haynes will be with us in, uh, in a minute. Um, Young will be with us in, in 15 or so. And again, we'll take you, um, we'll take you up toward the tip of, um, of Lakers Blazers. Most of the, most of the people in comments are pretty, pretty confident on Lakers. I don't think I saw anyone. We got Mark in here. Okay. So Mark will be on in a, in momentarily. Um, I don't think I saw anybody. If you're in the comments, if you're watching here and you think the Blazers are going to win either this game and or this series, then jump in here. I don't think I've seen anybody, um, anybody predicting it. Um, all right, so our next guest, um, mm-hmm. and we will pop him in now, is Mark Haynes. Um, Mark hosts the Minute Boy 4-6 pod. Um, he was on Scoop's pod lately, the Scoopy radio pod. Um, sources and, say. Sources say, yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think this is hyperbole here. Mark is from a, a big basketball media family. And I think, Mark, your brother, Chris, is one of maybe three or four. No no disrespect to Kelsey and Scoop, who are pretty famous. They're much more famous than I am. Um, but, but Mark's brother, Chris, is, like, legitimately famous. People who don't even really follow the NBA that closely know who Chris Haynes is. So um, Mark joins us. Mark, how you doing, man? Thanks for coming on board. Oh, man, I'm pretty good, man. Glad to be here. Can't wait to uh... – Jump on, start talking with you guys. Mark, uh, who who's coming up? And we'll get we'll drop in a link to uh, to Mark's pod. Who do you have coming up, or what what other interesting content do you have coming up on the minute before six pod? Um, it's a it's a minute minute till six, but it's close enough. It's close enough, but it's minute, oh, till, six. minute, minute till minute till six. Okay, uh, let me let me let me get it up for uh, let me drop it into the comments here. Um, you, your conversation was recently with Marcus Thornton. That's a name in NBA fantasy basketball players' memory because he he drop a quick thirty on you every now and then. <laughs> real quick, real quick. Yeah. yeah. So I I recently just dropped a pod uh, yesterday. Like I said, with Marcus Thornton, uh, he was great. Uh, we talked about you know him him. Uh, he started off in the junior college, he went the junior college route, and uh, from there going to LSU. And being drafted to Miami, but ended up being traded to New Orleans, so he never left. You know, he stayed stayed in Louisiana. Uh, but he he was really good. Like like Scooby said, man, he, he was a he was a ver he was a verified bucket when it when it came to you know hooping. And uh, a lot of the style today, you know, he he like I said on I told him on the pod, like he is part of you know the reason of this change in, in basketball where we're seeing so many three pointer shots. You know, he's one of one of the original guys on two, you know, a two on one on a fast break, and he's pulling through. And um, yeah, but yeah, guys, check that out. Uh, it's out on you know Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and everything. Uh, Mark, I dropped in the link that's in your Twitter bio um, where you can find uh, Mark's latest uh, latest episode. Mark, we're getting predictions from everybody. We I need two predictions from you. Who you got tonight in Game One, Lakers Blazers, and and give us give us the margin of give us margin of victory. The Lakers are a six and a half point favorite. So who you got tonight in the Game One, and who you got in this series? Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm going with the Lakers, uh, Game One, um, and I, I think I think six six to six, somewhere between six to ten points uh, tonight. I know you know we're all fascinated by the way Damian Lillard's been playing. He's been you know he was the bubble MVP. Uh, dropping 
crazy, you know, video game numbers. Uh, but you know that has to slow down at some point. You know, you can't. You know, how long can he can he really do this? If he if he can really do this, then we're saying, you know, Damian Lillard is the best player in the world right now. But you know, I don't I don't believe you know he comes out tonight. I, I expect a big game, but you know, when we think about you know 40, 50, 50 points or whatever, like that that's that's going to be tough, especially against the Lakers. So I got the Lakers winning tonight, and you said for the series as well. Yeah, for the, yeah, but you got to give me. But you got to be specific on the point total. So the Lakers are a six and a half point favorite. If it's a six point six or ten, it's a big difference. Give me exact. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go in between and I'll go eight eight points. I got eight Lakers. Lakers are eight points. So I'm the only I'm the only one here who thinks the Bla- the Blazers are going to cover. So I had the Lakers by four. Scoop had the Lakers by ten, I think, and Kelsey had the Lakers by seven. By seven, okay. Uh-huh. We, I think nobody thinks it's going to be a thirty-point blowout, and nobody has had the the chutzpah to say that the Blazers are going to win. But like, I'll go to you. I'll go to you here, Kelsey. Would you be shocked if the Blazers, if Damian, if I come to you from the future and I'm like, Damian Lillard scored fifty-two and the Blazers won this game, would you be shocked? I wouldn't be honestly because they have the momentum going into the game, and I do think they have a chance to win one game. And if it is one game, it would be this first game after that performance that we just saw. I don't think the momentum is going to stop. I think we know what Dane's going to do. I think we, we know that they're going to try to double Dane, right? You're going to try to slow him down. But if the other scorers show up around him as they did the last game, you don't have to worry about that. And after we have to remember, the Lakers are missing a key piece of their team here. So they are going to have their hands full guarding this Trailblazers team. But no, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I think they can, if they do win a game, it's going to be this first one. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm rooting for a close game and an entertaining game, and I'm pretty confident that we'll that we'll get one, kind of one way or another. Um, Mark, what's what's stood out to you in the bubble so far? What have you what what have you made of all this this very strange uh, NBA playoffs so far? Well, first, uh, first and foremost, before even you know playing, you know, talking about the games, I'm just you know really surprised at how successful the bubble has been with with, with stopping COVID. From, from entering the bubble. Um, so I'm, I'm really impressed with that. Um, you know, I think I think on Scoop's uh, podcast, we talked about it. And, you know, I was one uh, who didn't believe, you know, this this was going to happen. I didn't think we, especially this long, uh, going through the playoffs. But now I'm like, I'm a full believer. I think, I think we're good to go all the way. So that's what impressed me most. Mark. Tell me something. So your brother Chris left Fresno, came to Portland, covered the Blazers. The story's legendary. What was your first encounter with Damian Lillard being Chris's brother? Can you tell me a story? Well, yeah. My, my first encounter was uh, Damian's rookie season uh, here in Sacramento. I was living in Sacramento at that time. And um, – you know, the Blazers came, you know, they come twice. Well, actually, they came four times that year because they played twice in preseason. And, um, you know, I met Dame the, the first year, you know, and it was just kind of a, you know, hey, what's up? You know, Mark, you know, nice to meet you. You know, keep it going. And at that time, I wasn't in, you know, media at all. I was just, you know, just a straight-up fan. And I think it was about maybe three or four months later um, we go to the game again as during the season, and I see Dame from from across the court, 
and I'm, I'm with my girl, and I'm, I see Dame across the court, and I'm like, you know, that's Dame Lillard right there. Not, you know, I ain't go approach him. You know, you don't want just be walking up on all kind of players and stuff. Just, you know, be be weird. <laughs> so, um, you know, I got my back turned, and next thing I know, he tapped me on the shoulder, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, Mark?" I'm like, "Man, I'm like, you, you remember me? I, I, I met you for 30 seconds." You know, four months ago or whatever, then you know, we talked, took a picture, and uh ever since then, you know, we've been we've been real cool. Um I'm not as close as Chris is with him, but you know, we 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 are good. What is um I actually talked to to your brother Chris uh, about a month ago when he I think had been in the bubble for a week or so, um, which has to be one of the more surreal experiences of even for a guy like Chris Haynes, who's had a pretty interesting life, this has got to be one of the more interesting periods of it, right? Um, what's uh, what's your sense from talking to Chris on on what it's like in the bubble as a media person? You know, it's, it, he's he's having fun. He's having fun. He's enjoying it. Uh, he's he's learning things as he go. Uh, like the other day, we did a live, me and him, and he he discovered that. They had a free washing facility for your clothes. That was why I saw the IG live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if he was wearing the same clothes or not or whatever, but he he fa- he figured out a way to wash it. They they supplied all the detergent and you know everything was out there for you. He's like, you know, he's like the what what really amazed him was you know it's a bunch of washers and dryers and it's nowhere to put change. You just push a button. So yeah, that that kind of blew him away. Um, he's been receiving gifts and stuff as, as he's been posting on his on his social media. Things. Puma, them J Cole. Yeah, the J Cole. Yeah, yeah. He, the, he got them. Seen Adidas sent him like a big like like beer keg thing of, of shoes and stuff or whatever. Which you know, I think uh, Puma and Adidas forgot my address, so I'm at the you know, reach back out to them so I can get my job. I got you, Mark. <laughs> Sources say I got you. Sources say I got you, man. As long, long as they say it. <laughs> All right, Scoop, we're going to – um, we've, we have we have our boy Dan Artest hanging in the comments. We're going to pipe him in here. We promised um, – we promised surprise special guests, so we'll, we'll call um, – We'll call Daniel Artest a special guest. He'll join us in a few. We got 40 minutes. Um, he'll he'll hop in at least for um, like one segment here. We got um, 40 minutes or so till Lakers Blazers tip. I should say that with the TV schedule and the bubble arrangements, um, I don't that game could be not tip right on time based on how the Thunder Rockets go. Um, but 40 minutes or so. Um, As they say bro, down south, it ain't. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm not. If you're a betting man or woman, not bet the game start on time, but it'll uh, it'll be um, it'll be up there um, shortly. Okay, um, so we'll um, we'll get we'll get him in there. Um, Mark, what what kind of um, what kind of stuff do you have coming up on the pod the next month or so? Um, or are you still working to uh, to line things up? Give us a, give us a preview of what people can expect. Yeah, I'm still I'm still working on things. Uh... I'm in talks with a few people right now. I'm talking with uh, um, trying to get Mario Chalmers. Um, 
Uh, Sean Marion is a possibility, which I think is all yours, Kelsey. I yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and uh, Ray, for, Ray for Austin will be at some yeah. point. Okay. Nice. Um, Mario is Mario is a good dude. I had him on Scoopy Radio uh, last mm-hmm. month, and um, he would not tell me um, what he said to LeBron James on the bench. And I look online the other day. It is everywhere. Everybody. I'm like, I'm gonna I've been meaning, I've been so busy. I'm gonna text him and tell him you ain't you know what you told. Me, I'm really mad, but I, I obviously he had to say something. And when he put it in the context like that. I probably would have yeah. got up to call him a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that'll do it. That'll do it for most people. Yeah. I guess uh, Draymond learned to, took a page out of his book and <laughs> tried it in the finals. <laughs> Mark, let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you something that we talked about on the show. Um, we talked on the show last week with the Warriors tie-in since you're a, you're a California guy and you mentioned in Draymond. Um, one thing we talked about was Mark Jackson's tenure in Golden State, how that played out. And then there's been a lot of chatter about this with a couple of coaching vacancies, whether Mark Jackson will coach in the NBA again. Um, mm-hmm. and, and tied up in that, like whether he should coach in the NBA again, whether he, whether he kind of deserves a shot. What's, what's your read, Mark, on – Mark Jackson and whether you'll see Mark Jackson on an NBA sideline at some point. Well, I think uh, Mark Jackson is a, is in a similar case to Jeff Van Gundy. Um, they really enjoy what they're doing now, and you know it's it's, it's really stress free, um, and they have fun and they do you know they're working together having having a lot of fun. So it's, it it would just definitely have to be the right you know position, the right team. Uh, the right, you know, uh, organization as a, as a whole to get them from from commentating back in the coaching seat. Um, I believe he's open to it for sure, but like I say, I think it's, it just it has to be the perfect fit. I spoke to Mark on Friday, and um, he's upbeat about the possibility of you know potentially playing again or potentially coaching again. Um, and like you said, it's the right fit, um, Mark. Um, you know, has not coached since 2014. And the thing that I think is in his favor uh, is the fact that, you know, he he, he guided a Steph Curry, a Clay Thompson, and more. Um, and there are some things that have gone on behind the scenes in Golden State um, that have limited his ability to progress when teams are making calls and you don't necessarily get the best review um, recommendation-wise. So, when you look at team, um, to me, the thing that stands out, well, first of all, this is a Lakers platform. When Magic Johnson was team president, Mark Jackson was a coaching candidate, as was Jason Kidd. And as you see, Jason Kidd is an assistant coach now. Um, of course, now Rob Palenka, he's relationship-wise and just a different guy, I'll say. Um, but I think that at the end of the day, Mark Jackson, I think we all agree on here, does deserve another coaching position. All right, we're going to um, gonna have another. We have at least two more guests. And uh, the next guy will join us here. He is Daniel Artest, host of the Daniel Artest podcast. Um, you may know um, his brother, Meta World. <laughs> so Daniel was in the comments, and I asked him, hey, you want to hop in? He's like, oh, I'm dying to get in. It's because he's getting merchandise to plug. That's why he's in. 
podcast and let let us all know where we can get a Daniel Artest podcast t-shirt because obviously yes. that's what you're here to plug. <laughs> no, I'm actually not here to plug my stuff, man. I'm here to talk basketball with y'all, man. You know, I've seen, um, you know, Mark Haynes up here scooping here and, uh, you know, Kelsey, Kelsey was on my show. So I was like, yeah, I want I want, I want in on the conversation, man. So, you know, I just, uh, you know, ask can I join? So I'm here. <laughs> and then young is going to join us. Um, one thing that was really, really cool, um, on our show last time with silk, the shocker, there's this whole world, of like the intersection of rap and basketball players. And um, mm-hmm. what I was saying to someone earlier is like, Silk the, Sh- I, let me know if you think this is right, Daniel. Silk the Shocker and other people in his family, including Master P um, and Damian Lillard, are un- they're unusual in that they're good at both rap and basketball on like a, on like an, in some ways an elite level. Um, like, how unusual is it for that to be the case where like you could be an NBA player and put out, put out records? Oh, it's very unusual. You know, you you know, the stigma between, you know, with basketball players and rappers and rappers and basketball players and stuff. I mean, it's definitely unusual. You see my brother, you know, he only sold like what 300 albums first week or something. We, when he dropped this thing it's different, man. But um, what Dame Lil is doing is really dope. I'm, I'm a big fan of his work. You know, of course, with Master P, we already know everybody know Master P. He's a, he's a he's a legend. Silk is a legend too, you know. Um, but I'm I'm really surprised with Dame Dollar because he he been holding it down and um like he's he's a rapper rapper for real. Like if he wasn't playing ball, I think he'd be successful um at that game. Here's my follow up. Remember when Allen Iverson had that that Jules album and everybody was on him? Yeah. What's the difference between somebody like Damian Lillard? Dropping something and Allen Iverson dropping it. Oh, no player empowerment back in those days. You know, I think that if that was today, I think AI dropped that album today. Um, the NBA will allow it. I think the NBA stopped it. I remember when Ron has some hardcore songs too, as well. Like, um, they the NBA stopped him too. You know, did so, they? Yes, yeah, they did. Yeah, they stopped him too as well when he had he had his hardcore song. So he couldn't really make the music that he wanted to make about the environment that you know. He saw growing up that we saw growing up. Yeah, he had to change it up a lot. So the run that y'all be hearing is actually really not him. He's he's something different, you know. But you know the NBA stopped it. But you know, like I said, if this was today, you know, you'll be hearing a lot of albums. You you'll hear LeBron rapping, Kevin Durant rapping. You know they got an unreleased song together and stuff. You know, um, KD actually pretty good. You know, yeah. KD's actually pretty good. So you know, yeah. it's a it's a bunch of people. Um, I, you know what's crazy? Like I do think when Marvin Bagley and um Dame Lillard had that that little spat early in the season, I I, ga- I gave it to Marvin Bagley a little bit. I'm, Bagley, I'm you on that. <laughs> Bagley was spitting. He was spitting like he, last he was, summer, he was right? Dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I think it was a little bit of uh, you know Dame was rolling. He 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 had the title as the best basketball player rapper at that time. And when Bagley came at him, it was out of nowhere. His name wasn't as big as Dame's. And then I I, I like I think Dame lyrically is 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 better or is better than um Bagley. But when he came with the when they was battling, his song, Bagley's song was just nice. I actually still got it in my playlist now. So I, I but I, I felt like Bag won, but his name was just too small and Dame kind of called him out on it on his track. 
<laughs> One commenter says, damn clean and easy. So this is like a, <laughs> a, a topic for debate, whether uh, who, who had the upper hand. Um, all right, keep the comments. Uh, keep the comments going again. Um, heavy on Lakers live with Scoopy, Kelsey, Nicole Nelson, Daniel Artest, Mark Haynes alongside. Daniel, we're taking predictions from people. Who you got tonight and who you got in the series, Lakers and Blazers? Uh, I got the Lakers going all the way. I got the Lakers tonight in a tough game. Lakers by six. Lakers by six. Okay. Yeah, I had Lakers by four. So Daniel's on my side of it. Point spread six and a half. Daniel's Daniel's with me, although closer. <laughs> That you get a bet, you're gonna if you're a betting person, you're gonna bet the Blazers. Um, I can be totally wrong in that. The, watch the watch the Lakers go in and clean the floor with them. But um, I don't know, man. Like the the Dame, the Dame's performance in the bubble. I don't know. I mean, combined with his playoff performance in general, including last year, I just find it hard to. I find it. I find it a little hard to imagine that like the Blazers are gonna get crushed here. You agree with that, Daniel? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I've been saying this on my podcast um, to anybody that wanted to listen that the Portland can steal the games. You know, Dame Lillard can take over. He can carry a team for an entire game. You know, C.J. McCullum, when he's healthy, he can carry a team for the um, entire uh, a quarter like we seen yesterday. You know, um, that's where they're dangerous at. So I want I want L.A. to really jump out on them. They got to get them up out of there quick or else you never know anything can happen, you know. And one thing about Portland that the Lakers don't have is that, yes, the Lakers do have two top five players. But what Portland has is that, um, yeah. But what Portland has is if, you know, Dame could have a bad game, somebody could pick pick up Dame slack. C.J. could have a bad game and, you know, they could pick up his slack as well as Melo and Nurkic. So somebody can have a bad game, but with the Lakers, LeBron and AD, he got they got to step up at all times. They got to be on point at all times. And um, with AD, you know, AD he played in the playoffs twice. He really wasn't playing for anything. He was just just being there, you know. But now he's this is his first time really competing for something that matters, like you know, a championship. You know what I mean? So I really want to see how he responds to that. You know, sometimes he played really good in the bubble, but he could have played better. I thought that um you know he 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 needs to not have any single digit scoring games you know you know what I'm saying so um I'm just looking forward to see how he responds that that's the person I'm watching and also Kyle, Kyle Kuzma too Kyle Kuzma is definitely one of the X factors he has to step up um a lot of people just joining us so if you're just joining us um this is Heavy on Lakers live with Scoop B Daniel Artest Mark Haynes Kelsey Nicole Nelson alongside I dropped in a link here. Um, heavy on Lakers content. If you're looking to find our content, some of which is written by Scoop on the site, um, you can find it at the link that I dropped in. And uh, Youngin Ace is in the queue, ready to hop in. And so this will be uh, Young will be, a, 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 I think, an awesome guest here that you guys will really enjoy. Scoop um, lined him up, um, and he can talk, I think, a lot about this this universe of the NBA and um, and hip hop. Um, as a, as a, an artist from, uh, from Jacksonville. So young joins us now on heavy and Lakers. Yeah. What's up, young? What up, what up, what it is? Trying to make it happen, brother. How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling well, all is well. Thanks to the Lord. <laughs> so, uh, you have a very interesting story. Uh, number one, from my understanding, throughout the whole bubble, you and your buddy, Dante Murray, have been conversing. Obviously, the Spurs didn't make the playoffs. What has the bubble experience been like for you as a friend to the player? Like, what did you see on FaceTime that maybe everybody else would want to see? 
Man, I ain't gonna lie. I'm so upset by it because I'm I'm really I'm ready to go to every game. Like last, last year, I was supposed to go to all the games, but this year, I, I told myself I'm going to every game. You know what I'm saying? Cause I done fell so in love with basketball. I'm just dying to see it again, like in person, like front row. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's crazy to me because I I know I know the fans is what will make the players play play extra harder. You know what I'm saying? The excitement, the thrill. You know what I'm saying? The Ah, you know what I'm saying? Make you feel, make you play a certain way when you got an audience. You get what I'm saying? Right. That's like when I, that's like me playing when I'm on stage, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's different for me to perform than in front of a crowd. I'm gonna perform better in front of a crowd because I know I got millions of people, like right, like thousands of people right here, like that I can really feel, and I know they're watching me, and it's like I can turn up, they they hype me up. You get what I'm saying? So it 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 it's, it's I feel it's kind of weird. That is like that, but I mean, they still got to play ball. You know what I'm saying? They still got to make the money at the end of the day. So you gotta tell me about Dejounte. You 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 walked all around the Mulberry Bush. I gotta hear Dejounte. <laughs> what happened? Man, Dejounte, man, he a great player, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? Awesome player. He, he just, I really want him to get to the playoffs so bad, man. Cause he just he come from the same place I come from. You know what I'm saying? For different sure. city, different way. It's just like me knowing him, like me knowing him, like face to face, like my brother. That's my brother. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like when you see, when you see your brother accomplish like playoffs and the final championship is like it's a different feeling from me watching it and me knowing him. Like you get what I'm saying? So it's like he's it, it, very awesome. Though. It, it, it dope. It, it dope. Yeah. Tell it, me it, what them it, snacks like, and that food look like in the bubble. <laughs> He had straight noodles, straight chips, straight Gatorade water. That's all he had in there. Like I swear, it looked so crazy. It looked so crazy in there. I promise you, I like it. Like he back at house back in the day. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, this man, wild, man. So straight so, noodles. I'm talking about real life noodles. I'm not. I was. I'm tired of eating noodles. I've been so mad in them. So are we talking like udon noodles or are we talking like ramen noodles? Ramen noodles. Ramen noodles. Like, oh man, I'm like, man, ramen noodles. <laughs> Chicken, beef, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, what's up? He like, man, how they got <laughs> chips, little chips every now and then. You know he can't eat too much of it, but I'm talking about ramen noodles, man. I'm talking about. man, I'm curious. Like, um, I when I think of just the different snacks and stuff, I I think about going to like going to the Bahamas and staying on a resort and you find out that on the resort you could go on the mini bar and you ain't they don't get charged to the room. I would imagine yeah. that it's the same thing with them. Like they just refill the snacks, right? Yeah, just refill it. Just, I, but I ain't gonna lie, I I I I got so mad about the thing because I like it's like it's crazy because like I like compass all this now back on back to Ram noodles again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I'm for real. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's funny. But I was in there tweaking out, like, bro, I'm going to call you back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call you back, man. He had text me out the blue, like, bro, to call me real quick. You know what I'm saying? He just restoring me. It's, it's crazy. But I know he in grind mode at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy, though. But it's, it's crazy. This Corona, this Corona series is crazy. Hey, young, so what is, what is it like? You know, being friends with DeJounte and you both having success in your own industry and being from the same place, what what is that like for you? I ain't gonna lie. It, to be honest, gonna be really honest, it gave me more motivation at the same time. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. It may, it, it, and, it, and for me to see him grind as hard as he do, it made me grind even harder. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, and, and then he be like, he be he be encouraging me. He call me, and we be we be talking about business and like what to do to better ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's crazy. Cause I used to, I used to play basketball before too. You know what I'm saying? So I be having a little crap, my little joke saying like, come play me one on one. I'm a dunk on you. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's dope. It's dope to see somebody really in the, in the NBA that's like I can call my brother. Like as I said, like you know you, what I'm saying? You sound like yeah. Drake. When Drake took re- recreated that that 2003 NBA draft picture that LeBron had with that white suit, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, Drake awesome too, though. Did you play in high school? Scoop now, let me tell you, radio. I couldn't play in high school. I played, I played, I played AAU one time. I played one game. What happened? I'm just my. I was what well, is the first and last game I ever. I cannot play on no no real team. I cannot run play. So I go for a steal. I get the steal. I got a fast break. The whole crowd like, oh! In my head, I go up for the layup. Mm-hmm. But on video, I never went up. I just fell on the ground. So was, that was my last game. I swear that was my last game. I was like, yeah, I quit, man. I can't. I can't. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it. I walk right off the court. I ain't even. Ain't no sir. Ain't no no time. No, I'm off the court. It's a wrap. You sitting right real up. clean in that whip. What are you riding around in right now? I'm in the Maserati right now. Really? Yeah, little Maserati. Right now. Right now. <laughs> right now this, is my, this is my little low key car, but it ain't really low key because I got a certain weight. <laughs> it's not low key at all. What color? Red or white? How you know red? Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody's driving a green Maserati, sir. That ain't low key at all. But I got, I got, and it's so crazy. I got a red and gold. You know what I'm saying? So it look crazy. I like. Yeah, it. that's what I was gonna say. He he riding in the Maserati. They got another Maserati around his neck. All all my cars like it's my 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 yard like a GTA. It's like I created mine myself. I got all my cars wrapped purple, green. Like it look crazy. My niggas hey. be looking at me. They be looking at my come outside. They be like. I just be out there look. I be like, how you doing? They be, be getting mad at me. I swear, I be trying to see it. I like it. I like it. You you talked about Jazante, and we'd be remiss if we did not talk about the great Greg Popovich, um, one of the most legendary NBA coaches. My sister is 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 in her early twenties, and I tell her all the time that Greg Popovich is the modern day Phil Jackson, in my opinion, um, at least for this generation, uh, the OG. Um, and, and the ability to reach younger people, older people, etc. cetera. Uh, what have you, if any, had any conversations with DeJounte about Greg and his impact on the Spurs or him personally? I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I never really spoke. I ain't really speak on DeJounte about, uh, like, oh, on, on that type of stuff about like that. That's real. Yeah, That's I, ain't, real. I ain't really speak to him about that. I ain't gonna lie. Thank you for not lying. Most would. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Lie. I, don't, I don't like lies. I feel like when people lie, they feel, and I don't. I don't feel nothing. So I can't really lie to you. Like, I, I expect you to be real with me. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna give it right back. My, my late man, I used to say, "If you lie, you steal. If you steal, you kill." So I, we're on the same page with that. You did go on record and discuss the Los Angeles Lakers, and you did say that they would be. Uh, this season's NBA Finals champion. Are you capping, or is that how you really feel? <laughs> no, that's how I really feel. I, I, but I can admit the Trailblazers—they 
been going crazy lately. <laughs> Damon Little been going crazy. <laughs> Mellow. Mellow, I don't know what. Mellow been, been the GOAT. But people looking at him like he's just like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if he's just tied his shoes up and just went crazy. Like, forget it. You know what I'm saying? Well, Melo been the, been the GOAT, but it's just something about LeBron. I, I, like, LeBron just, to me, I think he's better than Jordan. I know a lot of people might, you know, we got you know I agree, but LeBron play, he play like he that listen. Out. I I know Damn, I didn't use bro. I ain't gonna lie. He he could play all positions. This man go. He could have he could just be him on uh, did I go by? No, I, I feel like that what we got Young going in and out a, a little bit. He about Dame, and he thinks LeBron's better than Jordan. I think. Young, li- listen, listen. That's all I heard. I heard LeBron yeah. better than Jordan. <laughs> I heard next yeah, So I know I didn't put Q-tips in my ears today. So I, I want to rewind a little bit. You said LeBron is better than Jordan. Don't do me like that, brother. Don't do me like that. You got yeah, made, really, made. I really come back, come back. Always, I think he's better than Jordan. For real. You think? I promise, like I ain't, I, I ain't. I feel like I'm gonna be honest. I feel like the players today, they more fast, they more quicker than, than back then. I feel like they more quicker, they more flashier. They like it's more like I'm just be honest. And LeBron, LeBron, but he, he just, he just, he can just do everything. Like he, he can adapt to everything. You know what I'm saying? This man, like he can really, all he needs is a player to just hit the ball in for him. I swear, he, that's all he needs. You know what I'm saying? What advantage? I like how he direct the team, like he the coach. What advantage? Where do you give the, the advantage of LeBron over Michael Jordan? Um, let me see that advantage. Let me see. I just feel like I just feel like that man can just play really by himself. Like I swear, like he can just play by himself. I promise, like just by himself. Like, but I'm gonna tell you this: LeBron bring the LeBron brings the team together. You know what I'm saying? He played the coach. You know what I'm saying? He played the coach and the player. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my point is saying that. Kind of everybody did. A lot of people disagree on that, but I ain't gonna lie, man. He he the he the, he the Jordan of this time, though. I can say that. But you know me, I, I ain't really I ain't really get to see. I'm, a, I'm let me be honest. I ain't really get to see Jordan play as much. I only seen his highlights, so I never really sat there and, and really. Focus on the game, but I, on the highlights, they always show the good parts. They don't really show who, who, you know what I'm saying? I'm a big fan of George Jordan <laughs> as well. I'm, I'm gonna put that out there because I know they're gonna be coming for me, you know what I'm <laughs> But listen, you tell an excuse in here that LeBron the Lakers, is better than Jordan. We ain't gonna this year. I'm gonna get on the it all. <laughs> but you said what you said, and I respect it. Um, man, man, LeBron. Let me tell you. Got to, I got to. I'ma stand on that too. Listen though, I'm telling you this. LeBron, this year I feel like they're gonna they gonna take it all away. Cause look, LeBron really got he really got his team, they playing this one. You know what I'm saying? He got he got he got everybody. I don't, I don't know, that's it's crazy, man. Yeah, you, you know you got A D over there. A D he, he What do AD you like about, what do you like about Anthony Davis? Where does he stand out? 
I know the Lakers gonna take it in this year. Are you there? We got a uh, yeah, young young's a little uh let me set the table here. So young young's a little in and out, but we got him on Just, the record. I, you know, I like the fact that he could play he he could play the big man and, <laughs> and he can go shoot the three too. You know what I'm saying? Got that's you. my that's my that's Hey, I, I ain't mad at you over there, Young. I ain't mad at you, man. Tell him. <laughs> Stop, Mark. <laughs> I ain't mad. At you. Tupac said it best. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, I ain't mad. He said what he can't said. Be mad. Tell me about your project. You um recently dropped a project um that is Tell me about it. Are you still there, brother? I, I really work hard on Don Dado. Yeah, you yeah. Me? Now we I say, can. I say, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I got yeah. my project Don Dado. I really, I'm, I went out again. You good? They, they need to get better Wi-Fi in Maserati's deck on. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me drop Young's Twitter account I, in, and people can I, uh, people can follow him there. Uh, in case you hear me now? So, Hood <laughs> Anthem is your new project, correct? Don Dada. Don Dada. Okay. Hood, Tell Hood me about it. Yeah. Hood Anthem is a song, it's a song on Don Dada. Hood, Hood Anthem probably one of the best performance songs right now. I don't know. Got you. Don Dada. Y'all can hear me? Y'all can hear me still? I can hear you better. Yes, sir. Jacksonville in the building. Let's reset. <laughs> Tell me about Don Dada. Jacksonville in the building. Jacksonville in the building. <laughs> nah, like I really work hard on Don Dada. It really, it really just, it really just represents me, like for what I stand for. You know what I'm saying? Me becoming the boss. You know what I'm saying? Coming from the ground up. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I really speak on like where I come from and like what made me me today. You feel what I'm saying? Like what I, I had to go through it with the, with the polices and with, with the streets and the, you can't go against the streets. I tried to go against the streets. You can't go against them. They undefeated. You always lose. It's always lose-lose. Ain't no win. Sometimes you lose. No, it's lose-lose. You get what I'm saying? So it's just me bouncing up and me me being great and making all my negativity become positive. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like like I hear like in Houston, I'm from Jacksonville, but I'm I'm uh I be doing things in Houston like I want to sponsor a, a basketball team. You know what I'm saying? I be talking to them, letting them know that it's more than life. It's more than life than than just going down the road, the wrong path, like being in the streets or making the wrong decisions. Like just stay focused. You know what I'm saying? Just keep a positive thought. Never let yourself down. Never sell yourself short. You know what I'm saying? So with that, I'm really trying to speak on what, like, what where I came from. I'm just trying to prevent and avoid all the negativity. You know what I'm saying? That's real. So, that. Hey, young. So, what what rapper, what rapper uh, that's that from the past Did that I go you look up to? Again? No, you with us? You live and direct? Can Can you hear me, young? Well, um, we'll get young back yeah. on next time. Um. Uh, you, young, you can hang with us here too. But um, young, we, we'll if you can hear us, we'll have we'll have you back on when you have um, when you have a better connection because you get a lot of interesting um, a lot of interesting work to talk about. Um, we want to hear hear more of your thoughts on on basketball and rap. Rappers that I look up. 
Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Rapper that I look up in the, that I used to look up to in the past. Who is it? There's some suspense here, Scoop. I wanted to hear his answer too. <laughs> what I would share with you is that Allen Iverson is his favorite basketball player. So that that Ooh, gives nice. context there. Um, he cut out. Oh, okay. A quick minute, and hopefully we have him back. We got a couple minutes, more minutes before we got to cut up out of here. But um, I want to, you know, thank Kelsey, Mark, Daniel, and Ben uh, for appearing on today's episode. This is episode number two, Dose. And uh, we have talked everything from the to the Lakers to the Blazers to Daniel. I remember when you were on the first episode, uh, you you told us about um, your brother and the uh, whole Celine Dion concert thing. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> and, and Mark, you know, we could talk on the phone or on here about sources all day. Um, it's, it's been about that in Kelsey. You are doing amazing work. Um, I'm curious to know from your you guys' perspective, you chime in however you want. When basketball is not on, what is something that you all um, have utilized or, or maybe learned about yourself that you haven't learned or that you didn't know about yourself pre-COVID? Um, Very good. Pretty good at podcasting. podcasting. Daniel, don't, don't sell yourself <laughs> <You short>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty yeah, pretty good. Um, you know, I mean, I just been having fun. It's unfortunate. I ain't gonna. I don't mean to say fun because I lost some. I lost some friends and family during this COVID. But I actually just learned how to lock in and just focus on something that I, that I wanted to do. You know, um, once like COVID really um kicked in, I just started just to like, all right, instead of being you know stressed out in the house and stuff, I was like, how how can I fix it? How can I find an, um a solution to to these ninety nine problems? Got to have a hundred solutions for it, right? So I just decided to podcast and just and just step it up even more. Just going on YouTube, um. Educating myself on 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 things that has everything to do with podcasting. Um, just you know, talking to you, scoop on you know, you schooling me on things as far as like transcript and stuff. Even Kelsey schooling me on like you know her background work when she does her podcast or presentation and everything. And I partnered with this other company called Access Two, and Access Two they um actually sponsors my technical talk. So when I'm not talking basketball, I'm talking about financial literacy. I'm talking about education. I'm talking about, you know, um, social justice. I, I'm, I'm, I'm everything with it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, big shout out to access Two for helping me with that as well. And, you know, we, we like, they're helping me like, you know, get the tools to, you know, become a better podcaster and everything, you know, and I'm just, I'm just enjoying it. Just, just taking it one day at a time, man. You know, that's real. Yeah. yeah. And for me, um, I just figured out like I'm a I'm a workaholic, man. I, I, uh, which I didn't really know because you know you got everything going on prior to COVID, you know sports and just life and family and everything. And when it kind of stopped, I, I kind of you know I think I took maybe a week off from doing anything, and I, I I just like struggled sitting down. I was just like you know what. Let me send some emails out. Let me do this. Let me, and next thing I know, I'm like really, you know, fully stressed out over things that, you know, not, I don't have no timetable or no pressure on me, but it's just kind of, it's kind of, I, I like to be under pressure when I, when I do things, when I work. Um, but um, I had to, you know, kind of step back and uh, spend more time with my family and stuff and, you know, I, I, I figured out something that I really enjoy, 
is uh, hiking. And that's something, you know, a lot, a lot of us ethnic people, <laughs> we don't do. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm actually going on a hike this weekend, um, you know, for, for my anniversary. And um, it's, 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 it's way cooler than, I, than you think. Because I always thought about it as, all right, it's cool. You hike up this huge mountain. But the downside is you got to go all the way back. The car is way back there. But, you know, it, it, you're seeing so many, many nice sceneries and things like that, that it's, it's really peaceful, it's relaxing, and, and, and I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. I feel like I can go off of both your answers. Like, I'm a workaholic like you, Mark. Scoob knows this, because I think if anybody else is up when I'm up, it's definitely Scoob B, because uh, we don't sleep. <laughs> we just are always up. Our minds are always working. Um, but I think... For me, I've learned just, I've been trying to brush up on my skills. I've been trying to just get a better interviewing. I've been trying to talk to as many people as I can. Um, I've been socializing more through Zoom calls. Because before COVID, I, I went to very few happy hours. I've probably been to more happy hours on Zoom now um, than before, which is awesome. But I think I've just been learning more about myself. I feel like I used to be afraid of getting older because I thought I was going to lose something. But now I've learned to kind of embrace getting older and wiser. And I say better. I think you get better as you get older because you just learn okay, so much more yeah. about yourself. I know. <laughs> you get better, I promise. It's not as bad as people say when you get older. And I probably shouldn't say that because I know people are like, she's not that old. But it's just really finding more about yourself. I think I've never had this much time. I've never been in my apartment this much in my entire life. So it's just getting used to things. I've been doing a lot more cleaning, which I've needed to do. But it's just like learning new things that you like. I've been doing a bunch of YouTube videos. I've learned how to bartend. I'm about to get my license because I'm doing driving school online. So I'm just doing those. Yeah, I don't have my license, but I live in DC, so I have to put that flag. Um, but yeah, all those types of things. <laughs> what about you, Scoop? What have you picked up during the last few months? Um, honestly, um, I think the biggest thing that I've taken away is that my hard work pre-COVID is paying off in COVID. Um, People joke and say, you know, I don't have sources, which is BS. But at the end of the day, the fact that you're able to pick up a phone and make calls um, shows the people who were fronting the whole time. And, um, you know, relationships are everything. And I think more than anything, I don't think I've learned anything. I think maybe the thing that I have learned that I've, that I've been able to do because I've been able to stay home and slow down is really investing in myself, whether, you know, paying for graphics for, you know, my, my um, you know, for, for lives that I'm doing or, you know, uh, paying a publicist, you know, to make sure that I'm you know, seen in other places. And, and I, so I think those are those are where I have really been able to benefit from COVID um, and be a blessing to people in my life who um, are struggling because of COVID. You know, I think that's something as us as, as talent, we don't talk about. We all have family members uh, who are struggling in different ways, whether it's health, whether it's financial. You know, I think our jobs are more recession-proof than others, but we still got to work ten times as hard to stay in the game because, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a recyclable business. What about you? Um, I got to go to a comment real quick that I should read. Joey Quata, Joey uh, Quitado said on hiking, it's all fun and games until you run into a mountain lion, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Yeah, that's real right there. Oh, right, so, there. <laughs> I'm really scared of wildlife. Like, it, I, I seen a skunk the other day, and I, I think it was a skunk. It might have been a cat, but it looked like a skunk, so I ran. 
So yeah, I'll be in trouble out there. <laughs> I'm I'm in Charleston, South Carolina, so it's the snakes, different type of lizards. And I'm from New York City. The only thing I've seen was roaches and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So when you see something <laughs> you see snakes, raccoons, and, and, and lizards and everything like that, it is definitely is definitely different. So hey, I, I feel your pain, brother. So two things for me, one of which is that young is back. So we're gonna get young back in. We'll do it's nine o'clock, but we'll do a couple bonus minutes with Young back in. He could try to finish um, promoting his, his work and talking about some other things. Like, for me, Scoop and everybody else, I remember the first time that, like, my kids got to see other kids in person after three months of being, like, holed up in our house. And I, I've always liked to get out and spend time with people. But, like, the the extent to which it's awesome to just, like, hang out with other people in real life as much as it's great to hang out with you guys here and let, we're going to do this all the time. And I, I'm pretty pumped up about this. Like we should, in fact, we should make like a resolution here when all this has kind of, you know, gotten better. We should do like a live show in person, everybody here, including young in person around, around a set somewhere. And we'll do a live show. Where we're all in the same place. So I'm going to get so three years from now. Yes, we'll do it. Yo, yeah, what up? My oh, this, oh, this connection's perfect now, young, or at least it's much better. I don't know what I don't know what be going on. I mean, man, Texas connection is terrible, man. I promise. <laughs> I promise. I love Texas. I promise. I love Texas, but their connection is terrible. There's nothing more I can say. I want to go back to what you said about LeBron and Michael because I feel like the Wi-Fi guys would let you be great, my man. <laughs> you saw yeah, you a lot of shit in the iced tea, so I want to get some clarity. You said LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, correct? Definitely. Why? Ooh, definitely. I just, I just feel like, I just feel like nowadays, in today's, I feel like the athletes are more faster, quicker, more flashier than back in back then. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like I just feel like LeBron play more. I feel like LeBron can play by himself. Like I feel like all he needs somebody to check the ball in. You know what I'm saying? And and don't get me wrong, he's a dope player. But I'm a big fan. But I I like playing against him because I like I like him playing. I like him playing. I don't like when he be on a, a good team. I like when he be by himself because he he play he play harder. You know what I'm saying? The game be more exciting. He be you know what I'm saying? He be going crazy. Okay, so. Jordan the great Jordan, I said it's Jordan the great player though. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Jordan's not a good player. He's very great. But he I just like LeBron just the Jordan of this time. You know what I'm saying? Prime Jordan, prime LeBron. Who's checking who in a one-on-one? LeBron gonna beat him all day. Mm, all day. How? Yeah. <laughs> and LeBron got that little, he got that little, he got that personality too. He look he go crazy too. <laughs> and he got a real, he got a real good flop game too. So don't foul him. Don't touch him. He's right on don't that. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. <laughs> him call it every time. Foul. Don't do it. Don't touch that man. So if they're playing a one-on-one game of twenty-one, LeBron is just going to the basket. He's not taking jumpers. How we, how are we scoring this? What would the final LeBron, score be? LeBron can shoot too. He can do it out. It's true. He can do it out. Le- LeBron got to think in his mind. He, I feel like LeBron got a little trigger in his mind. When he go out of the court, he be like, I don't know if I'm going to shoot this time or I might just pass it. Or I might just dunk on somebody. It don't matter. That's real. That's real. <laughs> you talked about Anthony Davis, and you said that you like the fact that Anthony Davis can play multiple positions from three to five, three, four, five, small forward, power forward, center, correct? Yes. 
that what makes him elite amongst other players like the Joel Embiid's, the DeAndre Eaton's, the Carl Anthony Towns? Where do you rank him amongst other players? I just feel like AD could play more as a team. Like, I feel like he could, he could, he, he, he not afraid to fill in the spot that that's, that's missing. You know what I'm saying? And he, he just he's just dope. He just be right. He be right there where you, where you need him to be at. You know, sometimes you, you you look you look for you get confused. You don't know what you want to do next. He just be right there to fill it in. Like I'm right here, and he just he just, he just go. That's what he do. That's real. Mm-hmm. Allen Iverson is your favorite basketball player all time. I like what his attitude. Your... I like okay. his attitude. I like his attitude. He cocky too. It's just like <laughs> he always it he like he be boot like what you want to do like you know what I'm saying I just, I love him. and my favorite my one thing I like about him I I love his story you know what I'm saying I love where he came from and how, and how he was treated and you know what I'm saying and like how he overcame it you know what I'm saying that's why I like AI a lot you know what I'm saying I don't really know too much about every basketball story but AI I really looked into his you know what I'm saying so that's that's probably why he won he my favorite. I don't, I don't even care if he was trash. I just like his story. And it, and, it, and it just made him a better player. You know what I'm saying? Fast, yeah, quick. You don't know, you don't know what he's going to do. He's quick. You don't, you don't know which way he's going to go. And when he when he do it, you better be on your feet. He checked Jordan in the game. He crossed him over. You I seen that. And it's so crazy. It's so crazy. I just watched it the other day, too. I just watched it the other day. <laughs> I just seen it. Are you taking Allen Iverson in a one-on-one with Michael? I'm gonna tell you right now. I I, I know Jordan gonna I know Jordan gonna win. I know Jordan gonna win. But but rocking with since I, since I since I I, I like Iverson so much, I'm behind him at all times. I'm prepared. I'm prepared for the losses, but we are going for the win. Most definitely. <laughs> hey, yeah. So so since you with AI at all times, if you got a pair, if you got a pair of Jordans and a pair of Iversons, which one you wearing? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm wearing the joys for sure. I'm for sure. I'm for sure wearing joys. Bet not. My whole closet, closet, closet is full of joys. Don't get me wrong. Jordan's a great player. I, I like. I, I like. You know what I'm saying? But them shoes. This shoes is killing everybody's shoes. I promise to God. I promise. I've been. I've been, been wearing these shoes since I was way younger. Alan Iverson, MJ. Joys, MJ, okay. MJs. Yeah. Favorite pair, I ain't man. No I ain't never had no Iverson. You, you ain't. Yeah, you better I'm get gonna, them, them, them first ones, man. Them first ones, classics, bro. You gotta get them first ones. But I gotta sure. be, I had every joys. I, I'm my claws right now. I got straight joys and all. Straight joys. I be going. You to, lucky I, I wear some. See, look, I be going to like the little neighborhood gyms out here. They play basketball. I be playing basketball with all the kids and like all the little college D1 players and all that. I be playing with them. You know, I got my joints on. I got my little sleeve on. They be looking at me crazy. I got my sleeves on. I'm coming to play. I got my coming to play today. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. That means, that means you definitely can't hoop, man. The sleeve? Oh, hey, so hey, I'm going to tell you a funny story, right? So, so we playing, right? I'm playing. I'm doing the dirty. Like, I'm talking about laying them up. So they like, man, you can't even. I think I missed a layup. Somebody walked in. I missed a layup. And they was like, man, you got two sleeves on. You cannot play. You saw. I said, ooh. <laughs> I, I just get crazy. I promise. Everybody doing that me crazy. I got I got two sleeves on. I got my sleeves matching my whole outfit, like shorts, t-shirt. Well, how's your socks? 
You know I got hot socks on. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my God. <laughs> I bet you any day I could be any one of y'all basketball any day. Really? <laughs> really? Any day. I, mean, I, mean, I, I just play really? <laughs> I, I just played with my boy Drake the other day. <laughs> hey, I will have fun with you, my guy. Yeah, <laughs> that Maserati. You serious, right? Yeah. Oh, 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 I bet anything. I'm I'm very confident in myself. Ooh. I'm glad I got. I'm glad I got this picture here, man. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I trained this man. You know what I'm saying for years. You know what I'm saying. So I'm gonna just hold this up here real quick. Right? I trained this man, yo. You know what I'm saying. I trained that man. You know what I'm saying. Nah, seriously though, man. Sixteen zero, Daniel Artest. Sixteen zero. Yeah, for me, man. So we play basketball. The first one is seven zero. The game automatically over. So it ain't gonna be no sixteen zero. I game over seven zero. Hey, you, 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 you say you live in Houston, right? Yeah. I'll be, I'll be at that gym. Uh, it's called uh, Fondy. I'll be at Fondy and stuff. Come on, man. Yeah, I ain't I'll be never there. Been, I ain't never been. I'll be going to the gym car like, in my three out here. Everybody. In my three? Here. All right. And then that's that's, that's the only thing going to be in that gym because you ain't scoring. Yeah, I'm telling you that right now. We got to live stream this. I'm so fast out here to catch me. I'm so fast. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> All right. Everyone in the comments is saying the Rutgers calling. Get it, get out the Rutgers. So she said post COVID, sometime I'll make a bold prediction, guys. Sometime in 2021, live show from Rucker, Young and Daniel, one on one to kick it off. We'll have a tournament. Everyone will come down. We'll get we'll get Kelsey there um, playing and or broadcasting. Oh, I'll play. Um, my hands is I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, be, this is what I do. This is what I do. I've been doing this for I've been I've been doing this for what I'm 37. I've been doing this for like 30 years, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gotta run down the resume. How about this? How about this? I beat you. I, I need you to feature on a song, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll be too. I need you to go tell everybody I'm the best basketball player you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> man, listen, you're gonna have your, man, you're gonna have me in the same in the same cell with Jeff Epstein as I get done with you, man. I'm telling you, man. Going to be You young, you young is like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I like your confidence though. Your confidence is very high. Hey, you talk about I, played, I played in Germany, Greece, and China for 13 hey, hey. years, man. You know what I'm saying? That's all I did. I didn't do much. You know I, what I'm I saying? Commit everybody from Jersey, New York. I commit a good basketball player. Nah, I'm from New York, man. I'm from New York. Jersey can't play. Don't believe the Jersey hype. Don't believe the Jersey hype. But I'm telling you, I'm from Florida. I'm from down south. We like, we just after okay. it. We roll with everything. Oh, oh facts, 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 facts. Young, I have a quick question for you. I know we're talking basketball, but since you said you're athletic and you're from Florida, I want to know your thoughts on Lamar Jackson, another Florida boy. Oh my God, Lamar Jackson is a goat, real life. That's how yeah. I, I, that's how I used to play, that's how I used to play in my days. I'm on the football field. I used to be like that, you know what I'm saying? Look quick, don't get touched, no interceptions. You know what I'm saying? That's me. So I, when I see Lamar, I see me. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna lie, Lamar, Lamar probably like one of the best 
quarterbacks I haven't seen in a very long time. I'm gonna get me wrong. I like Patrick Mahomes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson got me watching football. I don't even watch football, but I watch him, man. He's different. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's he bad. bring excitement back too. He bring, yeah. he like a he like a bit too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. see that's see that Lamar Jackson he's dope, but not nah, I I don't spoke to Mar, Lamar Jackson a couple times. Like he he a great individual as well. You know what I'm saying? So that be it always be the, like the good players who got it's, it's different when you're a great player and you got a bad attitude, or when you're a great player and you got a, a dope attitude. You know what I'm saying? A great dope huh? individual, and it, it just it just make you a better player all the way around. You know what I'm saying? Your personality make you and make you better. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. He dope though. Promise you that. Yeah. Tell me something. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Scoop. No, ladies. Said what? Ladies. Go ahead. I was going to ask, why do you think he's so underrated then? Why do you think people still won't respect him as a quarterback? I don't want mm. That's the part that gets me going crazy and made me want to pull my hair out because I don't understand. I really don't <laughs> understand why he's so underrated, man. This man is dope, man. I, this man. I, you, you can't even really touch him. He don't. Man, I looked at his stats. I think he had, I think he had four interceptions last year, right? Oh, what's a five? I, I, I don't remember. I can't recall it. I think it was like four or five. Yeah. It's somewhere in there. And it's like, yeah. some of them weren't his fault. Some of them be <laughs> fault. But some of them weren't his fault. So I can really say he had two interceptions, if you, if you want me to be honest. Yeah. Man, he, man, he just go all around. He can play running back as well. You can't catch him. He's really fast. Like, he really, majority of the quarterbacks not really as fast. They just could, they just got a great arm, good accuracy. You know what I'm saying? That man's fast. He could, and he could throw as well. Like, they be, they be playing on my boy. Stop playing on my boy. My boy can throw too. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it's, it make you more dominant when you can run the ball and throw the ball. You know, because you don't know what you're gonna do. Defense don't know what you're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? So they really, they really be on their heels. And, and, and young, I wanted, I wanted to get back to the question that you bleeped out on earlier with me. Uh, what, what rappers do you, did you, do you look up to? Um. Rappers I did look up to when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I used to look up to like Lil Boosie, you know what I'm saying? Like Gates, you know what I'm saying? Them type of them type of rap, rappers. Like Drake always been my favorite though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I used to look up to mm-hmm. Dirt too. Dirk as well. And I mean Dirt real close, real like he like a brother to me as well. Not, but like Drake. Drake man, he, man Drake, Drake awesome man. I ain't gonna lie, Drake. <laughs> that nigga, yeah man, dope. He could he could switch up any type of way, like he just gives you any way. Like I said, that personality thing that that means a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? When you a Drake, just got everything. He got the commercial. He can play in any type of way. You got to respect him. Everybody, I've been seeing this little this little thing going viral nowadays. They were saying like Drake like the new Michael Jackson at this time. It's crazy. Did you did you come out? Listen, I catch everything. That's high praise. You. Listen, you said that Drake like, is the next Michael Jackson. No, listen, 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 listen. What I said, I said I've been seeing this thing go around on Instagram and on the internet, Twitter, and like Drake is the Michael Jackson of this, this generation. It might be crazy, but that's I'm telling you what I've seen. He, that's what a hey, source source is saying. Multiple hey, multiple lead source. <laughs> Drake, dope man. Listen. Two-part question. One, you talked about Lamar Jackson. We do heavy traffic with Cam Newton, so I'm going to ask. Uh, ben is my editor. He's grinning already. Um, <laughs> I was, I was going to ask a Cam Newton question, too. Yeah, get it, get in here. on. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Close yours. No, I, I mean, um, 
on that on the topic of quarterbacks who um I mean in Lamar's case underrated for sure in Cam's case as a Patriots fan I sure as hell think he's underrated right now it's a little bit different right because Cam's been hurt but like Cam Newton in, in New England what do you make of that young nah I ain't gonna lie I've been watching Cam Newton on Instagram lately he's been posting some real serious stuff so I know I know he's been to go crazy this year he got to because I see I ain't saying that I ain't saying no competition going on but you know and it's, it's, it's very rare for a quarterback to come in who fast he can throw. You know, Cam Newton's a great player as well. Like he came in hot. You know what I'm saying? So when he, I when he see when he see when he see uh Lamar coming in, he like he kind of see himself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he battling with himself now, cause Lamar Lamar dope. So Cam Cam is a great player, man. I swear he's a great player. He underrated. He he definitely underrated. I know you got to go in a few minutes, so I'm gonna get my question in before you gotta go. Here's my question for you. You talked about basketball. You talked about the fact that you think you could beat anybody, including Daniel Artest, who's Meta World Peace's brother in here. Um, <laughs> my question to you is, you also think that you can beat rappers. Could you beat Drake in a one-on-one? Drake? Drake? <laughs> <laughs> All day. I just played with Dirk, yo, now. I'm just trying to tell you now. Me and Dirk had a little cyber going on for like last past year. We going there about who better than basketball now. He ain't gonna tell y'all I just beat him that the other day. He ain't gonna mention that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wanna mention when they lose. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't speak for my talent. It's just them. It's just them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's just them. Uh Young, it's been awesome having you on. Can you we come back on later in the before the end of the playoffs? Come yeah, back on in a, in a couple months. Definitely. Okay, awesome. Love to have you back. Thank you. I, I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all time, man. Yes, sir. Y'all yes, stay, 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 stay blessed. Y'all stay blessed. Great stuff. Yeah. Now think about that, LeBron and Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have a good day. <laughs> Later. That was, great, that was a great exit. That really was. <laughs> yeah, had my yeah had my competitive juices just now, man. Like, come on, y'all can't do that to me, man. You know, like, I'm like a boxer, like you know, what I'm seeing how boxers get, you know, when they, when they ain't boxing a long time and stuff. You when know, you get Tyson and Roy Jones coming out of retirement. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> listen, man, I'm about to go lace up my size 17 shoes right now and just go outside. <laughs> we <laughs> sure don't the sleeve though. Don't forget the sleeve. Oh no, we ain't doing this. <laughs> Two sleeves. Two sleeves. <laughs> we, should, um, we should reset this quickly now and say the Laker game is underway. And my pick that the Blazers are cover the spread looks good so far. 5-2 Blazers lead. Lakers going to win, but it's going to be close. Lakers are going to win, but it's going to be close. Um, so, look, um, this, has been, this has been awesome. Um, thank you, Daniel, for coming back. Um, Daniel, anything? I love the merchandise. I love the show us your shirt one more time. The Daniel I Test oh, podcast. Come on. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> really I listen, man. You know what I'm saying? The Daniel I Test podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? For those that that's trying that want to reach me, you know, Twitter and Instagram at Daniel I Test Pod, and I got a Facebook group with 2,700 plus people in there, and you can just search it on Facebook at um, the Daniel I Test Podcast and, 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 and www.danielartestpodcast.com and stuff. You know what I mean? That's all, man. Thank you, man. And he's gonna take Young to the woodshed and one on one. 14 <laughs> in the heavy yeah, park. It's gonna be some real it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be like abuse, man. You know? <laughs>
feel bad. I feel bad for him. He was like, he's saying be blessed. He need to, he need to grab rosary beads, take a beads if he's Muslim or whatever. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta Daniel, get it. at least let him get a basket. Let him get one basket. Hell no. <laughs> no buckets. <laughs> no buckets. Man, my brother said it one time when he was playing with the Sacramento Kings. Look it up. No basket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fighting words from Daniel Artest. Okay. Um, Kelsey Nicole Nelson, thank you, Kelsey, for joining us. Um, I am um, I am praying that we have some kind of Big East basketball. Yes. <laughs> um, for all of us to watch and for you to um to broadcast. Um, yeah. What Kelsey? What do you want to plug before we wrap up and uh and watch some more hoops? Yeah, I'll be quick. Everyone can check out my website, KelseyNicoleNelson.com. Have a new show this Thursday at 6 p.m. and Saturday at 2 p.m. Check it out YouTube, Facebook. Um, check those out. And also podcast versions drop on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Listen in with KNN. It's Sports Talk Podcast. I have new guests joining me each and every week. So we have an exciting August and September lined up. Check it out. I don't have t-shirts like Daniel. I, did, I didn't get the memo, Daniel, to come with the merchandise and gear on. But definitely check out my podcast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I this last time. You will have heavy on Lakers merchandise at some point. Nice. Um, and if anybody wants a heavy hat like I'm sporting here, DM me on Twitter at Ben Duty and I'll connect you with a heavy with a heavy hat. Um, I'm, I'm, we'll talk on our next show. Scoop, did I ever show you the picture from? I don't know when the picture was taken. There's a picture of Roger Goodell talking to Jay Z, and Jay Z is wearing a heavy shirt from back in the day, from like yeah. seven years ago. What you want him to do? He's sorry. So we'll get we'll get we'll get Jay Z. Jay Z, if you're out there watching, we're gonna get you uh get you some heavy merch. Um, we'll get you this heavy hat if, if you want. Okay, so Kelsey, um, thanks for coming on. And Mark Haynes making his debut on the show. Mark is the host of the Minute Till Six podcast. Um, Mark, what do you want to uh, what do you want to plug or talk about before we wrap up? Uh, just follow. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, both at mh the champ. Is MHDA champ. Uh, you can actually catch me on the Fit Vine Wine page. I'm doing a little promo like that. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> and, uh, you, know, you can catch me talk some wine and, um, you know, and um, all things sports when it comes to a minute till six. Uh, we drop every, every week. <laughs> I'm waiting for my bottles. You ain't loving me too. My guy was on vacation, but I just need the address. DM, DM me the address and I, I get them out to you. Man. Right. But you yeah, follow me on social media, MH the Champ, um, and, and look out for a minute till six. We drop every Monday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Monday for a minute till six. And then on. um. On the heavy live shows, heavy live with Scoop, heavy on Lakers here. Um, we're going to be on our heavy on Bulls page. Um, we'll also be on YouTube, and we'll also be on Periscope via Scoop's Twitter account. We'll be live at eight o'clock Eastern on Thursday, um, so you can check us out um, with a couple of Bulls guests. Um, we'll preview the Bulls coaching search. We'll preview the NBA draft lottery, which is Thursday night, um, and then some really really cool stuff coming up, including some NFL talk with Marshall Falk. Um, Scoop, what am I missing in terms of upcoming stuff that people can look forward to? Not a thing. Oh, okay. Nailed it. All right. Nailed it in, in one take. Okay. Um, Lakers and Blazers um, should be fun. Um, you can um, you can drop in the comments here. If you're, if you're on the Facebook page, by the way, hop into the comments and we'll continue 
um, monitoring those um, after we wrap up here. Um, we will uh, we'll call it there. Have a great night, everybody. Again, thank you to all our guests for joining us. Thank you to everybody who's up in the comments. Thank you. And uh, enjoy the basketball. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. And this is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Dunkin'. Kaboom! My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.